0: Welcome hey, back.
1: Well, welcome. You did it again. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. <laughs> you fucking God, nerds.
2: damn
0: it. <laughs> welcome one, back to Wings on Wings.
1: That one was on
2: purpose. Oh. <laughs> oh you dirty dog. Yeah. I purposely I'm just doing a bit dude. I purposefully didn't look up to, to give Doug Fitz about me giving him the, the on air signal there. Yeah because I completely didn't
0: bother counting that right. one so it was just a shit uh, show.
2: Welcome back to Wings on Wings. We just watched season 5 episode 12. Ready Teddy Go. Which I get now. Uh, June 6th, 1994. Or January 6th, not June, that's January. Uh, January 6th. January 6th. A little bit of a, a break between the holidays there, and they're back to uh, be horrible people.
0: Yeah, this episode is another in the fine collection of
2: Helen's a Complete Fucking Asshole. Right. And what are we eating? She really
1: is. This is Senor Lechuga Hot Sauce, 0.718, Adobo, Black Lime, Ghost Peppers, Batch 4, Bottle 9270. Uh, Born in Brooklyn. So
2: one, when I was pouring, I forgot how hot this has the potential uh-huh. to be. But two, it smells wonderful. <laughs> it does. It
1: smells very, nice. It does smell very it nice. Smells a little mole-ish. Yeah, made by Senor Chuga yeah. hot sauce. Oh yeah, this is supposed to be hot, it? Yep. hot sauce oh. Yeah, it uh, has ghost
2: peppers. And for the for the people that are the, 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 loyal listeners, uh, I've to buy milk, so we have no milk. We
1: have no so milk. So it, it has some interesting black lime, mm-hmm. sweet paprika royal cinnamon mm, and just, buff- i can smell the cinnamon and That's buffalo ginger
2: interesting well I i'm excited I'm for this one all right but let's talk ready teddy go all
1: right let's burn oh, our right. ass
2: i'm gonna tell you guys something uh right in the first two minutes of this episode there's a lot of uh there's a lot of dj uh history that i'm gonna i'm gonna divulge on this podcast for everyone so okay right. yeah
3: go ahead go so on. what's
2: <laughs> the uh what's the what's the opening The cold open is the woman shows up at the
0: desk Mm -hmm. to buy – she's going to Boston to visit her mother and says, I'm 40 years old and my mother looks at me like I'm 12. Mm -hmm. And as not Helen, Faye, Faye, Mm -hmm. is currently going to school for some type of psychology. Mm Yeah, she basically says to her, it's like, oh, one of the reasons that your mom might be infantilizing her is because she can only view you through the lens of being a mother and so viewing you as an adult uh, might be destroying her image
2: of herself and reminding her of how old she is. Right. Which is a very similar situation to what I have with my mother. Uh, It's been over uh, 20 years since I've lived even uh, within the same state let alone not thousands of miles away from my mom Uh, and she still treats me like I'm a child and she also left the state when I was 17, uh, so that adds an extra wrinkle to all of this. But I'm I am perpetually that 17 year old, uh, and it's interesting to hear to hear face say that and be like, okay, I guess that makes sense. But also, I ain't fucking buying it. Holy shit, Michelle!
1: <laughs> Michelle said, "Fuck it, you want
2: for
3: I tried to add more sauce. Yeah, and
1: that well, you, you did. Add, I add added all sauce. the sauce. Mission accomplished. Yep. Oh no! Uh, so that's
2: so that's one thing about me and my mom. Our relationship very similar to that lady. Uh, what was it, What What did Faye take from the school? A rat. A yeah. rat. They were going to use for oh, allegedly right. painful, painful stuff. Uh, when I was a child, my mom had rats as pets. I grew up with rats in the house mm. as pets. Oh, Wow! Yeah, okay. and they're very sweet. Uh, gentle little animals that don't live very long. That- Is it burning? Kelly's not.
3: Yeah, it's hot. It's hot. It's yeah. not like.
1: It's not like knock
2: you it's out. Not of your
3: like ass it's not like super hot. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, it's funny because the the two of you, Michelle and Brett, you use this. Sparingly-ish. Well, Michelle, except for your recent folly.
2: Yeah, Michelle shit the bed on that one. But yeah,
0: the two of us over here loaded up. Yeah, I'm waiting yeah. for my wings to stop steaming before uh, I fucking yeah, hammer down. So, hot.
2: before we get into the episode, uh, third thing about me in the first five minutes of this episode. What happened to Lowell? He got electrical shock. When and they're talking about the how light. the rat was shocked, and that's how they teach them to do right and wrong. He got shocked changing the light, right? Yeah. Uh, your mom, did you uh, your mommy's got electrical shock? Yeah. Uh, no. One, I, when, at one time I worked in a warehouse. I was an order picker and wrote a, a cherry picker forklift that would go up to the ceiling and back in the high racks. And I once went up too high and the top of my cherry picker crushed a light out of one of the big lamps out on the roof of the warehouse. And I was like, well, that sucks. Uh, I, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to get the light bulb out of it. And I reached up. And, you gave a yep. and I touched the, the light and I went yep. and my whole body went numb and then I went down on my cherry picker and went that was dumb. Yeah, that, that yep. was very and dumb. I electrocuted myself.
0: Yep. And also quite possibly an OSHA violation. Yes, well, well, yes.
2: There, there was a wide range of OSHA violations in that all over the place. I mean, I, f- I fell off the third level of a, of a of a rack because they had no more room for products, so they were blocking the aisles with really? products, so I could no longer take my cherry picker there, and they were like, climb, and I would literally climb, like, the orange metal racks that you would see in warehouses to pick orders, and I fell off once, and I laid on the ground for about an hour, and nobody realized until my orders weren't back in, they were like, what happened? And I was like, I fucking fell. So, I hit a pallet. I hit the pallet that was in the aisle on the way down, so I wasn't hurt. It's a good bump. Were you yeah. selling, brother? I was selling. I was selling it. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. Very. Uh...
0: I, I can sympathize. Uh, yeah, when they said that one, that one, I was like, oh, that was a fun little gut punch. Thanks, episode right. of Wings. Yes.
1: Anybody else like, shocked themselves ever? I did.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have. It's not fun. No, it fucking sucks. I stepped yeah. on an exposed electrical cord once. I was hooked up to one of those big box fans.
1: When uh, myself and my uncle were redoing my house, we were, like, ripped out all the walls, like, redoing all the electrical, and I did something, I don't remember, and I fucking, like, felt the jolt right up my arm into my shoulder, and then my uncle checked it, and the reading said it was off, mm. and uh, he was like, how the hell did that happen? I was like, "Uh, you need a new fucking reader, bud. Mm -hmm. Because I got jolted right up my arm and it fucking hurt.
0: Yeah, electricity is a... I take my hat off to most electricians. Yeah. Except for one. Yep. uh, Yeah, that's a... If I fuck up at my job, I do a journal entry to fix it.
1: Yep.
0: If you fuck up, it'll be an electrical worker. You're going to know about it in a fun way. Yeah. You're going to
1: find out the hard way.
0: Oh, oh, there's me. some heat on this, baby.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is. But it's not like... It's not a killer. No, it's not a killer. Mm-mm. It tastes very natural. I like so, It's good.
2: Mm-hmm. So, um, Davis Lynch comes back, everybody. He's back. The Lynch Chronicles. Oh hell, the Lynch, model. <laughs> So... And he shows up. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. So that's sort of... The B-plot is Faye and her rat... And Roy gets involved in that one. I have thoughts on that. We'll get there when we get there. Okay. <laughs> um. But Helen, uh, Davis Lynch actually shows up. Nobody believes he's going to, and he does. So then him and Joe have a little bit of like a pissing contest. A dick going, measuring contest. Right. Who's yep. going to take, take him to lunch. Joe manages to say he's going to, and then he has to borrow money of Helen anyway. Um, but they all end up back at Davis's hotel. And they go snooping. It's also weird
0: that four people are just hanging out in somebody's hotel room while the other, yeah. the guy who actually rented it is taking a shower. Right.
1: So well, it's a fancy it schmancy hotel. Mm-hmm. Why not experience it? Fair. I'm shocked that the
2: people who grew up on this island have never been to this hotel because from the outside it was just a fucking bed and breakfast. Yeah. But So they go snooping. There's
3: a bed and breakfast in our town that
2: we've never been to. That's true. Um, they go snooping through his stuff while he's in the shower. And this is sort of, again, the first little thing of, like, everybody in the show just kind of terrible. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's uh, not great that they, uh... so, like, he says help yourself, and Joe and Brian eat, like, macadamia nuts that
1: are $17. Mm-hmm. And $8 orange juice. juice.
2: Hey, he yeah. said help yourselves. Oh, great. Great. Yep. And he's it's a rich guy.
1: Um, so right I would have
0: fucking been like, I'm going to take three of those. Yep. Give me some towels. Yeah. <laughs> give me three cases of
1: oranges. Give me a refrigerator steak. But then
3: Brian <sighs> starts looking in his bag, at his Armani ties, and his shirts. And they find a little gift in there. And Helen decides to open it.
2: That's a sexy gift. Because Helen fucking sucks. Yeah, Helen is... Ellen's an asshole.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah this this episode, she's really like there's no excusing her behavior. No, she's she she a dick. So she opens it and it's a very very skimpy little teddy.
2: Well, she's doing the same thing she she did to Joe. She was she expects everything but gives zero trust right to anyone. That's the truth. Yes. And it is a very skimpy teddy. very skimpy, oh, very yeah. skimpy. There is nothing not to it. Yeah. I definitely was like, "Ellen would look very good in that." Uh-huh. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
3: <clears throat> I went to talk just now, and it, the heat like hit me a little.
2: There's a good amount of heat. Um, yeah, it, it is. It's, it's
3: very good though. It's not like overpowering. Yeah. No, it's just it's kind good. of I like me not yeah, yeah. throw it the wrong way. So. Helen opens it, and she's like immediately pissed because she's like either it's for me and it's an inappropriate gift right, which it is. They haven't been dating long enough. No. I don't know. I guess that's so like not the, the relationship time I feel they like have they've
0: seen each other, <laughs> yeah, I feel like the Davis Lynch stuff has been going on for like forever though,
3: right, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but. You know, if she feels it's inappropriate, then it's not... They're not at well, that but when stage she breaks, of the, But when she breaks down They apparently down her, haven't slept
2: together yet. Right, but when she breaks down her list of, like... What her... It's supposed gave me the hiccups. hiccups
3: yeah, she What her list your, of, like, gifts are. First date is flowers. Your second date is an, a stuffed animal. No bigger than, you know, she keeps saying about five inches. Yeah. Um, then...
1: It's like 5th uh, date, keychain Keychain, yeah 7th date, something intimate Gloves Like gloves yeah. <laughs> Okay
3: Super um, intimate gloves
0: Number one Who the fuck expects a present on every single fucking date? Right
3: That's a problem
0: That's a little It's all about me Right And number two, oh, sorry, I made up this arbitrary list, and therefore, if you're not following it, you're doing it wrong. Right. Which is another giant fuck you.
3: And I totally see if, like, lingerie, if you're not at a lingerie stage of your relationship, you would feel that, right? You would know. But like everybody said, like, they're not exclusive. She's mad that it's either for her or, or it's not for her. So she's put Davis Lynch now in a position where he cannot win. Yeah.
1: Um, Roy, they're not exclusive. Roy fucking dropped a heater of a joke later in the episode where he was like, they're they're, they're at, back at the uh, airport and they're talking about the gift or whatever. And they're like, oh, why don't you just write a, a, a brochure the do's and don'ts of dating Helen? And he goes, yeah, the don'ts. Okay. <laughs> like, that's easy don't. That's yeah. easy don't. don't. Um.
2: <laughs>
3: Which is true. I think it's true. Yeah. Don't date Helen yeah, she's because she's so kind great. of a jerk. So... She like
2: the big part of that is that so like jumping forward just a little bit, we'll go back and forth, but like when he gives her the real gift and it's soap, she's then super pissed that it's that the, that the it's not, the not for her.
3: Right, because she thinks it's for somebody else. Right. And she's mad, even though they're not exclusive.
2: Right. Right. He if they're not exclusive, he could that he could be at that point with someone else, and that's fine. That's the relationship they have set up. Right. So but, Ellen is just horrible.
3: Yeah, she's not really thinking clearly here, and like, so he does end up like they go out, they go to dinner. It's and he's like, oh well, we I made reservations, but why don't we have dinner in the room? Which sounds like he's going to mm-hmm. give her this lingerie. And they have dinner in the room, and he gives her a gift, and it's soap. Yeah, and one of them is shaped like a cello. So he's like, that made thoughtful. me think of you. Right. It's Some very French yeah,
0: soap. It's cheap. Isn't French soap supposed to be really good?
3: Yeah. It's a nice gift. Right. And so then she's, like, bitching about it the next day to Alex, and Alex is like, this is a nice gift, and everybody's hanging out in the back, and she's, like, complaining about it, and, like, Antonio is like, Uh. so you're mad that it... Wasn't the teddy, but if it was the teddy, you would also be mad. And he says, I want to get off this right. ride. And I am totally with him. Uh,
2: Antonio also earlier in the episode said he's never been turned on by wearing women's lingerie. Uh-huh. He did, yeah. And everybody's like, What?
1: Yeah. yeah that's funny. And Brian Krex yeah. was like, Oh, I think this is a language thing. Right. He's like, you've never been turned on by women wearing women's lingerie. And he's just like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Right. What uh, the fuck, too? There was a funny joke when. Uh, they brought out the nightie or whatever mm-hmm. in the hotel room, and Brian was, like, saying something about like, oh. Davis wearing it or some shit. I know. calls him a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: like, saucy. Yeah. Saucy bitch. Yeah,
2: like you so, saucy bitch. And he also, Joe also says, like, Helen's like, uh.
3: I need to pack this up to cover my butt. No.
2: Uh, she Well, that. He goes, I don't think that's going to cover your butt. But he she says something about something to go with it. And he goes, I think you have the parts that go with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, a little edgy It was a very skimpy negligee yeah. oh, It was.
3: Sure was It was very skimpy That's um, totally
2: not covering anything That's just sheer over right,
0: Nipples, butt, right. and crotch
2: And Roy right. also says The one thing about it He goes y- You put it on You do a half a gainer Off the headboard <laughs> You crumple it in the corner yep. And you pick, back, pick it back up In the morning Port right. King rock and right. roll Porno King and Nantuck It rides again
0: That's
2: right but- Roy, Roy did a great thing In this episode Which is how a lot of sitcoms In the 90s work And sitcoms in general work Almost like a Kramer thing on Seinfeld, where he just he pops in, he's got a he's got a knockout God. punch, and he leaves again. He doesn't overstay his welcome. Just comes in with a good line, and that's it. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so... Roy was a major player this episode. Roy did a lot of oh, stuff. He's also involved in Faye shit too. I was when it comes to the rat, right, right
3: in the in the B plot with the rat right. that Faye saved from the psychology yeah. lab.
2: Uh, so, <sighs> so yeah, so it ends up the, the Nagelj isn't necessarily for Helen.
3: Well, so, in the end... So, well, but she also
2: goes to dinner with him, pissed off. She
3: does. He and says he's, a, he's she's like, icy. she's icy.
2: And, like, she's acting very fucking weird and shitty at the dinner.
3: Yeah.
2: Because uh, she's waiting for him to spring it on her so she can yell at him. Because she's that's like also pretty, what she's Helen does. mad. Right. right, it's also what she's Helen does. And
3: anticipating
2: how mad she is. And, um, and then, like... She's, like, moved a little bit by the soap and whatever.
3: She's even more mad because right. of, but she's even more 90. mad that she and doesn't get
2: And then he shows up at the airport uh, and, and, well, Lowell rolls out from under the plane and says something about her nostrils, whatever. The nostrils are the windows yeah. to the
0: soul, which um, is a good
2: line. And uh, oh, and at one point, Alex tells Brian that he's he's doing a bad job as a boyfriend because he hasn't gotten her negligee yet.
1: Yeah, She said you're overdue. Pal. Yeah, <laughs>
2: true. Um, but uh, he sh- Davis shows up to to say goodbye with all his stuff, and Helen rips his suitcase out of his hands in the middle of the airport and goes digging through his right and stuff pulls out the
3: teddy and she's like, yeah. "Who is
2: this for?" Yeah. And They're non-exclusive,
3: right? And he says. Which is what I assumed. Yeah. I I didn't say this out loud while we were watching, but mm-hmm. I was like, maybe he bought it for for later in the relationship. Right. But he says he saw it. It made him think of her. He thought right. he would look really. She would look really nice in it. Right. So he bought it and then realized it's kind of an inappropriate gift for where right. they're at in their relationship. Well, and, so he was saving it for a later date.
2: And there's also a possibility that he had bought two gifts, depending on where they went in the date that time. They don't. They haven't seen each other a bunch. I would assume they're talking a lot, sort of trying to do this long distance thing so maybe he bought a gift for one way and a gift for the other way and was just sort of we'll see what yeah, happens but
3: he said like he decided he was going to give right. it to her on date like 10 or 12 right because it was inappropriate right now but yeah. and the joke is that it, it, it
2: lines her. exactly up with her because she's like oh right after stationary he's like yeah but before precious metals um which means they both have the same weirdo right.
3: schedule of yeah,
0: gift right. giving in right. their minds
3: and then it ends when he's like wait a minute how'd you know how'd that Jones that was in, in there right. and the episode ends yes so going back to the beat yes. plot for a minute, yeah. There's this rat. Mm-hmm. Faye has this rat. Joe's like, get rid of it. Yeah. And Roy falls in love with he her. He does
2: because it. There's a point where he puts his finger in the cage, and the rat comes over and licks his finger. Yes. And he's like, oh, she likes me. I thought he was going to get bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, but rats again, as, as Joe a professional courtesy, as people who grew up uh, with rats, there they are very sweet. Yeah. And very he names her little. Cupcake. And yes.
3: He, or I guess her name is Cupcake. Yes. But Roy falls in love with her. Yeah. And it takes, takes her. her in his office. Right. Uh, and then at the end of the episode, the psychology professor shows up and he he's like, Faye, you have to give me back this rat or I'm going to call the police. And she's like, no, I won't because you're going to hurt it. And then he's like, you passed. Like a, a very, like yeah, well, it's like a says, really wonka so moment where yeah, he's like, you passed. Right,
2: but Lowell also sticks up for Faye. And won't let – because he knows that they're going to take the rat back and how much it means to Faye. Right. So Lowe's like, I'm not going to tell you where she is. And he's like, I'll have you arrested too. And then and he's, he's like, like, Faye, company. She's right here. Yeah. Flipped yeah. Her real quick.
3: Uh So like, you know, he's like, oh, you know, you were the only psychology student who yeah. stood up for this rat because I was going to hurt it. And so we're not going to hurt it. And she Faye goes over to tell Roy, like, mm. give, him, give him back the rat. It turns out they're not going to yeah. hurt it. And Roy says, "Oh well, when I saw you coming, I thought you were going to take her back, so I let her go in the parking lot.
2: She was born free; she'll be, she'll die free." <laughs> yeah, living. and the mm-hmm.
3: psychology professor is like, "That's two years of wasted research." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she was born in a rat or yeah. born in a lab.
2: Yeah, and, so if we don't have that rat back, you're a great, severely affected. Fan. Right.
3: And so then everybody walks away from Roy. Yeah. And he goes back in his office, and the rat is there, and he well, just loves her. The rat is
2: there because it, because the professor says that she can play Itsy Bitsy Spider on a dial-tone phone. And when Roy's office door opens, you hear Itsy Bitsy Spider being yeah. played on a phone, yep. so you know that Roy has the rat.
1: Right.
2: Because he fell in love with the rat.
1: Good for Roy. Very sweet side cute. of the
2: porno okay. king. Yeah. He was both pervy and sweet. A perfect combination of
3: same Human. thing just like Davis. Yeah.
1: So I sweet.
3: It's my
0: life. It's funny because that entire thing with the rats. Mm-hmm. Um has anybody here heard of uh, the Milgram experiments in the 1960s by Stanley Milgram? Yes. Okay, it's funny because they're basically playing off of that. Yes. For any listeners who aren't familiar with it, Stanley Milgram. Yes, the
2: listeners who aren't familiar yes, with it. Yes, totally. Just, just, the just the listeners who not aren't familiar with it. Is this all well, for you, listeners? Yeah, I'm remembering the Joe's Post Rules of podcasting.
0: Uh-huh. Of, yeah, if you're going to reference something, I'll at least give a cursory explanation yeah. of what you're referencing. Right, absolutely for the listeners. For the listeners
2: that don't know what not the for, Milgram. For the listeners. Oh, for the listeners that don't know what the Milgram experiment. No, I completely know what they are. Yeah, I know Milgram. I, I know so much yeah. about it, I forgot more than I ever knew. Yeah. Me and but old Billy the Milgram, we go back. For the listeners. Yeah, strictly. Go ahead, Doug, for the listeners. Not
1: for me.
0: So back in the 1960s, Stanley Milgram was working as a, I think it was a psychology professor at Harvard, I believe. Uh, he was ran a series of experiments uh, basically showing that uh, the entire, without going too much into detail, because I can over-explain the shit out of this, yeah, test subjects came in and they're supposed to be reading questions and administering electric shocks to an unseen person. Um, When they answer a question wrong. But in reality, instead of helping to administer these tests, they were the subject of the test because then somebody would be standing there with a clipboard wearing a suit and a white lab coat displaying authority, telling them to continue giving these shocks even when the unseen person is basically begging for mercy. It was supposed to show that what happened in Germany in the 1930s and 40s couldn't happen in the United States. Unfortunately, it proved the exact opposite. Most people were actually obedient to authority and continued to administer the shocks, right.
3: and the people who were receiving the shocks were like actors, so they're pretending. Mm-hmm. so they kept saying like up the you know up the voltage, up the voltage, up the voltage, and these students are turning it up, and like the people receiving the shocks were like acting like they were in excruciating pain, and people just obediently like kept turning mm-hmm.
2: it up. that reminds me a lot of uh, the Dr. Wakman
1: experiments.
0: When he was trying you, to fuck the you blonde. Should,
1: you should tell the listeners too, because I totally already know about that. <laughs> in Ghostbusters,
3: when he's yeah. doing the experiments, and he keeps turning up the, uh, he keeps
1: lying. When the woman gets it wrong, he lies
2: that she got it right. When the yeah, guy gets it right, he shocking. shocks the guy instead because yes. he's yeah. trying to fuck the blonde, right? Noted because scientist he's a Pete Franklin. Although it is funny in uh,
0: Ghostbusters Afterlife, one of the post-credit scenes is kind of a play on that. Yeah, so. right. Go
2: watch it. Listeners. So, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, is there anything else in this episode? Anything? Nah. nah. It was funny. I, I thought it, it, it was funny. Its, I agree. It had its moments. It was better it than last week. But again, yeah. it is very much, did, like, why? Maybe I, I just don't understand television. Um, I mean, I clearly don't. But, like, <laughs> what is the point of constantly proving how shitty Helen is? I'm gonna ask this every time Helen they do an episode of around, around Helen's shittiness, but like they they that's really what this like they okay. keep going back to these episodes proving how shitty she is. Is gonna, it supposed to be funny that women are shitty? I'm gonna
3: tell you the purpose. Yeah, kay. look up, uh, take out your IMDb. I'm gonna tell you this. This is the Whoa, only time. This is a first. And look up all the writers of this episode. Okay. <laughs> and let's count the women.
0: And count the, and also count the number of Borscht Belt comedians working on this one?
3: Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Oh, it, I just, it feels I just, like the jokes that they would be making.
2: Uh, okay. Right. Everyone like step away from taking my wife, I, please. I got the writers here. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, two people are listed as – oh, three people listed as creators. They get a writer's credit. Okay. Two people wrote this episode who were okay. creators. Okay. So I'm going to say they wrote the episode. How many of these two people are women, Michelle? Well, it's either zero or one. Okay. Well, which is it, Michelle?
3: <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. You're going to tell me. You're, You're missing the IMGb. game. This is a
2: game. Zero. It's one. You're wrong. Uh, <laughs> people
3: and and you know, unfortunately, Jeffrey
2: Richmond like, and Joyce Gitlin.
3: Okay, so like, unfortunately, that is a one woman in in a room of five people, right?
2: Well, the creator. I don't and know. If she the was probably like that, also
3: sure. an asshole. Women can be sexist assholes too, mm. but like. In the 90s, people, that was what, like, I mean, even now, that's, you look at something like, Everybody Loves Raymond. This is, like, the show that I hate so much. Yeah. Like, all the women on that are shrews. Like, they are just horrible, nagging women. Somehow, that is, like, what gets laughed in TV. I don't Mm -hmm. know why.
1: Ray's
2: pretty naggy. Thirty-seven people who wrote time. for this TV TV series, and seven of them have, were women. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to rate the episode? I, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah.
2: Okay. Go ahead.
3: Um, I'm gonna give it a, a 2.5. I feel okay. like this was an a- average.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I'm gonna go uh, 2. I'm going 2.75. I think a little bit better than average because of Roy, a couple of Roy's little one-two punches were really good. Doug?
0: Uh, strictly on a couple of good jokes, a little bit of sexy sleaze, and sexy the Stanley Milgram uh, reference on the show, I'll give it a 2.25.
2: Uh, you know, Doug had like three positive points, but went the lowest rating out of the three of us. <laughs> uh, this show, this show has
0: earned no mercy from it yeah. whatsoever. In I'll fact, go... this show can suck a dick, and not in a fun way.
1: <sighs> I'm not going to say a word there. Uh two point five. This was funny, and uh, especially because last week's was pretty shitty. So we'll go two point five. All right.
2: How about Senor, I cannot type, sit that close enough, Lechuga. Lechuga. I'm
3: going to give this a 3.25. I liked it. I liked the... No,
2: 3.25. Yeah, I liked
3: the cinnamon worked for Mm -hmm. me. The lime worked for me. It was like really hot, but like not burning your face off hot. It was just like the right amount of heat. Um which is it's a ghost pepper, and like the ghost pepper is the second ingredient, so I expected it to be hotter. Uh, and considering that I poured accidentally like a half yeah. of a bottle on my plate, oh yeah, it was um, like it was the right amount of heat. I liked it. I thought all the flavors worked yeah. well together.
2: Uh, I agree. I think it's the right amount of heat. Uh, I think when you advertise a ghost pepper, uh, this is a pretty good a pretty good level for it because it's it's very hot but manageable. Uh, the flavor is there I love the cinnamon the the little hints of cinnamon in this it smells great I dig it I like black lime a lot Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go three and uh, I'm gonna go 3.75 I dug this one I'm a fan (laughs) Doug (laughs) sorry the dog just (laughs) farted you can't hear (laughs) it on the microphone so it doesn't that was so cool
0: uh Okay. Uh, I am in agreement with the two of you. I enjoyed this sauce quite a bit. This is a tremendous improvement over last week's sauce. Uh, thickness was there. The flavor was there. And this hits what I like for a hot sauce. It was hot. I had to get up and get some uh, uh, ranch dip to kind of take the edge well, off it a little Well, it gave me bit. the
2: hiccup. So yeah, that's yeah. a rarity with you.
0: But the thing that I liked was it. I wanted to, even though my mouth was burning, I wanted to eat more because I enjoyed the flavor so much. To steal a line from the one judge on that show, Legendary, it did what needed to be done. So I am going to go with a 3.75. I
1: don't know that show. I'll explain later. All right.
3: I like when Doug makes a yep. no reference.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, this is real good. Uh, probably go with a f- <sighs> 3.25, I'd say. Good. Um... Yeah, adobo is a very, like, I don't know, sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. And uh, I don't know if this works, and it was actually hot, and it made my mouth hurt and my tongue hurt. So, I will go, yeah, 3.25, did I say? Yep. Yep, that's what I'm going with. Good shit. All
2: right, that's it. That's everybody. Unless there's a fifth seat that I nope. missed. Uh, Michelle, you would you like to do the plugs and we will get the hell out of here?
3: Sure. Uh, check us out at underscore wings on wings on Twitter and Instagram. wings podcast at gmail.com and wingsonwings.podbean.com. Uh you can also find us on the Soon to Be Named Network at STBN network on Twitter, uh, soon to be named network.com, Soon to Be Named Network dot dot com. Where you can find this and lots of other good podcasts, uh, like We Need Wrestling Brett and DJ's Beez other podcasts, tanks. Hit My Music, uh, Long Box Heroes, At Odds with Wrestling, Final Wrestling Place, Final Wrestling Place, Wrestling, cool. Wrestling, Wrestling,
1: Horse
0: Talk, wrestling. No Chance in Helmet. I, I wish there was a podcast just called Wrestling, 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 Wrestling. That would go. be sweet. Your time, bro? That's my res- that's my wrestling podcast.
1: Right. I'd listen to that. We're going to talk about nothing but War Games uh, matches. No, you're going to talk about nothing. Yes. That's a one-man show. A one-man show.
2: <laughs> All right. Just turn on the microphone and let you go. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> we'll be back next week with more wings and wings and wings and wings. And, uh, Doug, do your thing.
0: Eat a wing. Enjoy a wing.